Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy and I'm Anthea Morfetis and welcome to our uh, today's episode Yeah, guys, um, look, every video, I'm always going to say this. I'm going to thank you guys for liking, sharing, subscribing, supporting the video. You guys have been nothing but supportive, and I really appreciate it. Um, You know, that's what makes us want to get up and do what we want to do and give you guys the content that you deserve. And I understand, look, guys, there's other channels up there, and the reason why we ask you to like, share, subscribe is because we're trying to grow um, we're trying to get the the brand out there noticed, all of it. So, um, you know, that's the best thing you can do for us. Comment, like, share, subscribe, help us c- climb up in the algorithm. Um, and then we're going to keep giving you guys amazing content. And thank you. Thank you from, my, from myself too. It has been a pleasure to be able to do these videos and be able to get up and uh, have different subjects to talk about and give our perspective and our experiences. And yeah, we really do appreciate your support. So thank you. Um, so today we're actually going to talk about something a little on the wilder side. Hmm. The effects of pornography in a relationship. Ooh, that's, um, that's a different, <laughs> it's a big one for so many reasons. Because of the effects of it. Um, So um, I I guess this one I'll start because I'm a man, not or anything like that, but more of it affects men, pornography more than it does women. So um, what I'll say, guys, is pornography in a relationship is very terrible. Um, It's very detrimental to your partner. Um, studies have shown that more men watch pornography and we're going to have the studies um, once the um, YouTube video is done, but it's more effective for men. Um, Before I go into deep dive it, Anthea, is it something that you've ever had to deal with in a relationship? Yeah, I dealt, it wasn't, it was more magazines. Like from a partner though? From a partner that I was with. Um, and I'm speaking, I'm talking, it was a long time ago and it was the only time I really had to deal with it that I knew of that. Um, and I must've been about 22, 23. And, um, I used to find magazines everywhere. Now at that time in my life, I didn't see, I mean, it, it, 
it didn't affect me emotionally or mentally. Um, it was just more like I had this understanding, maybe because I had a brother and I just thought, well, that's just what guys do. And I didn't really think anything else of it. So I didn't take it on a personal level. But I okay. think um, maybe that's because I had two young children and my, my attention wasn't really on that side of things. And I didn't. I don't know, it's quite strange because I think of it now and I think, how would I deal with it now and what would it do for me? And I and I hear other people's stories and I hear how it does affect a lot of women and it affects a lot of men, as in the effects towards the woman, how she feels, mm. and the effects towards the man, how he feels. But at the time when it was just magazines, I didn't see, I didn't personally have a problem with it. Um, but like I said, I, I don't know... Um, if that was just because I was really young and I was, you know, didn't really look into things and I had two young children. Um, but I don't, you know, today, maybe I would be, maybe I'd look at it different in a different light. I'm, I don't know because I haven't been there, so I can't give a... So it's going to be a new one that. for you today. It'll be a complete new one for me today. Um, I have asked other people's opinions on this subject and you get I get different um, results from what's being said. But it's interesting to hear from yourself, Michael, because you are a guy and you, are, you can speak firsthand about it. I know myself yeah. and you have had um, conversations about this in the past um and we've spoken of the effects of this and I'm, I'm not speaking of late we spoke about this maybe a year yeah. maybe a year or two years ago maybe not as long as two years ago but I know we've had a deep conversation about this and the effects that it's caused that you felt it's done for you or you felt yeah. that it's done for the people um, in your life too right so um it's yeah I, I'm really intrigued about this it's really interesting <laughs> subject um I can, and I can only give my side on what I believe would, how it, how I believe it would make people feel, and just what has, what I've heard from other people um, who I've spoken to about. Perfect. Okay. Well, um, what's going to be fascinating about this is you're going to learn something very fascinating today about men, women, both sides of the coin. And you're going to be like, okay, whoa. Um, so it, it's going to be a very good aha moment. Look, guys, I'm going to say why porn is so dangerous in a relationship what happens is is the reason why is because it warps your perspective of women um the thing with pornography is and this is somebody speaking that what used to watch it a lot and i'm not ashamed of it guys like you know i can openly come on a platform and say you know i was addicted to pornography and um the thing is, it warps your view because it never is enough. You see what I mean? Like, you'll watch something. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. You'll watch it for a bit, and then you're going to want to see something else, and then you're going to want to see something else. So it honestly becomes this deep, dark rabbit hole of indulgement. So then what happens is, is now that you've watched it so much, you can never separate reality from fiction hmm. so now sense. you start to think all women look that way they all have big bums big breasts they all do the things that the pornography women do um and that's and that's the terrible side of it so um i, I can openly tell you guys um that 
when a long time ago, this was probably in my 20s, um, when my uh, pornography watching was on an all-time high. Um, you know, I was I was dating around at the time. And uh, when I was dating around at the time, there was someone that I was um, seeing, getting to know. And um, at the time when I was watching the porn, um, I always wanted her to do a lot of the stuff I saw. So that was like my template of arousal, right? And a lot of times um, she wasn't able to do all of it. So a lot of the times I was kind of like not really happy. And um, the more and more that I indulged in watching pornography, you know, it warped my view of, well, why doesn't she look this way? Why, why isn't she looking like this? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? So there was a big separation from that in reality. Um, and I think the more difficult part is it was more of a burden on her because she was trying to meet expectations that weren't real. Um, and I would say that was probably the more hurtful part because at the, at the time I was young and naive and I didn't notice that it was hurting her, but you could see it that she was like hurting because she was like, am I never, am I not enough for him? Hmm. Um, and, and that's where the, the pain started to come in. Right. And uh, it wasn't until I seen a pastor friend of mine and we had a conversation, right? Because, you know, there were days where like, you know, I'd be with her and she's like so upset that I would like, you know, she would never feel like she was enough. So I go to my pastor to be like, hey, pastor, I'm having a problem, this, this, this. And he was telling me, he was like, the problem is, is you've set a standard that she just can't meet. And it's hurting her because she likes you so much. She's trying, but it's a standard that she can never meet. Um, and, and that's where a lot of the pain came in because then I'm sitting there like, oh, man, like, and I don't like to hurt people, right? But, like, I didn't realize that what I was indulging in now was causing pain in my relationship as well. And it's not intentional. You're not doing it intentionally. No, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. And first of all, Michael, thank you for being so open and vulnerable because not many people will come forward and actually just openly say, yes, I watch porn and I've watched porn and it's been a problem in my life. Or most people will say, oh, no, I don't do it. Or um, no, no, I don't like it. Or they would make up some kind of something to say that they're not. So thank you so much for being open and vulnerable there. Like really, really appreciated. Um, like honestly, I appreciate that massive honesty from you. And I just want to touch on a few things you said no, there. No, like, yeah, first of all, you were just saying, you know, um, it, it she was getting hurt and it wasn't yeah. an intentional thing as you said you don't no. realize what you're doing and i can only imagine um just through other things with relationships i can feel like as a woman that it would be for me i would think well am i not good enough what 
am I doing? And you'd want to try and please the person into what they see in their mind's eye. But what's in their mind's eye isn't actually real because no, these no. people are being paid to do this. This is their job. It's like yeah. we don't walk around and become actors to the best of our ability because we don't stand and try and make different, um, like, put on different jackets, different things throughout the day to be an actor or an actress because we're not paid to do that. So we're not going to indulge into that. So somebody whose um, their job is to do pornography, which that's their prerogative, that's up to them. Yeah. No one's saying whether they should or they shouldn't do it. That's up to what they choose to do. But when you are indulging in something like that, I suppose you're taking a, a, something away from yourself too because you're not, you're fulfilling yourself in the wrong way because it's not true fulfillment is it michael no. I, I can't imagine that could be true fulfillment because you're not you're seeing something behind a screen so you're not able to communicate with those people you're not able to touch those people you can't get no emotion towards those people there's no connection between it it's just between you and a screen you're watching something and that the woman could be in another room and if she walks in and catches that happening then i can only imagine her face and how she would feel in that moment knowing that she's right there and you could have gone to her but you mm. chose to go to a screen rather than the actual human being that's there now well that's I what i wanted to touch on you see that's where the pain comes in because you again you find more arousal from pixel pixels and videos than a real human being and that's where the pain comes in right like you know i know when i dealt with it that's where the pain came in for her because she was like this makes you more happy than the real thing than being with me um and and that's the thing you also got to understand that um and we're, we're gonna show a small video very shortly the crazy part about it is is a lot of guys it gets to a point where they end up lying about it too mm. that's the thing too now see because now you've entered a new component of lying they're hiding in bathrooms they're hiding in their cars um you know what i mean and it's a rabbit hole, and I need you guys to understand this when I tell you this. It's a rabbit hole that never fulfills you. It's not ultimate fulfillment because I'm telling you, eventually, the porn leads to paying for action, pay for play. And that's what eventually it ends up leading to. Then that, you know, that's a new whole realm. Now that's cheating. You see what I'm why, saying? And, and do you want to go into a bit deeper why it leads into pain? What is it? Is it the man that leads into the pain? Is it the woman that leads to pain? Why does a man feel pain from watching it? What is What happens to the man? Does he feel um, it's not, not enough? enough? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's literally not enough because he's watched it so much that he's deluded his mind that he needs that high again. So now the porn doesn't give him that high. So now he needs something more elevating so what would you say to a young man who hasn't yet really indulged in a sexual actual experience with um with a with a woman and he's been watching porn and so as far as i can understand from just life in general if you've only seen something you're gonna that's what you're gonna expect to have 
if I'm only watching that and that's my experience and when I get with somebody I'm gonna that's what all I'm gonna expect I'm not gonna know Mm. any different so what would you say to somebody who hasn't gone into the physical side yet and is watching porn so when they first get with somebody what do you think what could be what could be the best advice you could give them so they don't go into that rabbit hole and have that expectation Ooh, that's a good question. What I would do is I would tell the person to reassess themselves. I would tell them to really focus on leveling up. Now, again, that's a term that's used very loosely, but I would tell them, why would you think about it? When you do that act, you're wasting your seed. You're not having that with your partner. You're wasting it on your own. Um, and the biggest thing I would do is tell them to focus on leveling up, reading books, going to the gym, doing things that are more productive, especially in a relationship. And the biggest thing I would do is if they haven't had that experience and they're single, where we're talking about single guys here, yes, yeah. um, I would focus on leveling up so you can attract the woman into your life because you don't want it to be a problem. That that That's what I would say more than anything is, you don't want it to be a problem in your relationship because, again, in a relationship, your job is to preserve the relationship, right, and not have any internal or external things threaten or ruin the relationship. And sometimes those internal things can come from you. Um, and pornography can be one of the biggest ones, obviously, maybe childhood traumas, but we're talking about pornography today. One of the biggest ones can be um, pornography. And as I said, you if you end up liking a girl and you end up getting with her, you don't want to set a standard that she can't meet. Yeah, so it's that expectation really, isn't it? Don't go in, if you meet a woman and that's what you've been watching, I suppose what you're saying also is um, don't have that expectation if a woman is not going to perform the way she, they, the way you see in in pornography. They're not. not. They are not. No, um, it's not reality. So if you're expecting somebody to perform in the same way that is in pornography, you're going to fall on your face because your expectation is not a real expectation. It's completely no. fantasy. It's completely, like I said, people get paid for this. So they're going to, they have to do, they've got a director there telling them what to do and yeah. how to do and what's going to make best, what's going to make best for the camera. So their angles, they're going to take the ways they're going to do things is all going to be best for the camera and for the viewer. So when you're, when you're intervening and you're having a relationship with somebody and having a sexual relationship, you're not going to be in that atmosphere. No. It's going to be two people coming together that have hopefully in a, in a deep, connection and love so you're gonna go more into a love making side of things and more into a deep connection rather than trying to um see in your mind's eye this is what i see this is what i've seen of previous and this is what i'm expecting it's just not going to happen unless you're both porn stars and that's what you do together even then i don't i can't imagine well most well most porn stars are not in relationship most some are but majority aren't and I can only imagine, even if they are in a relationship with each other, in this, let's say they they work together in what in their industry, I can't imagine that they go home and they then perform the same way they would for work. I, I, I don't. I think they, they would probably keep too. it separate. I, I can't really I answer that, that, but I, I would assume that. that. I would I would assume that too. I'd assume but it's different, right? I'll tell you guys the truth. The thing with the pornography is what you need to understand is um, when you watch pornography a lot. You also think that 
you can have access to it a lot. Like, and what I mean by that is on both sides. So porn, you have access to it 24 seven. You can watch it whenever you want. That's the, that's the dangerous downfall pit of it. It's a, it's very accessible. Um, and number two is you're going to think with your partner, we should be having sex all the time. Mm. That's not a reality. Mm-mm. There is we work. Have a life life. To live. <laughs> yeah. You have a life to live and it's not factual based. It, 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 it's just not right. Well, first of all, what the lady was saying, I think I kind of felt that that's what it would be. You feel like you're not good enough. You try and change you as a woman mm-hmm. to try and see what can I do? What can I change about myself to make myself more desirable to my man? Because if he's, if he's looking at a screen and feeling all this desire from a screen, then I must not be good enough. And I, what can I do to make it be that I'm a physical person and you would not, you don't desire me, but you desire somebody behind a screen that you don't know. So what can I do? What have I done wrong? What is wrong with me? What can I change? And I think that is, that's really, it's very detrimental to a relationship and very detrimental to a person in in general because that could if they if that relationship has a breakdown that person will carry that over and like um the pastor said about trust it's you know it does break a trust because to it's it's somebody else thinking about someone else your partner's Mm -hmm. thinking about someone else no matter how you want to look at it his thought process in that moment isn't about you it's not about the relationship with you it's about another person or another couple or another three Mm -hmm. or four people it's got nothing to do with you in that moment so you're now being um put to the side and and actually, in reality, you are being put to the side. You really are. It's not even um, something mentally or emotionally. It, that's what's happening. It's somebody going in another room and having an affair with a screen, basically. Yeah. Um, just because they can't speak back to them, it doesn't mean that they're um, that it's not actually happening. Because in physical, real reality, that is what's happening. A door's being closed, and something, and there's some. Uh, um, there's an as there's action being taken and a thought process happening away from their their partner, which is completely. As I'm speaking it right now, to me, it's feeling like cheating. That's what. It well, you see like. what the girl said. She didn't know it was porn at first. You yeah. see, like that's the that's the thing. Like he's in the bathroom for thirty minutes. It's like doing doing what? what? Do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what 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 are you doing? And that's what I'm trying to say. You see. And then he lied about it. Yeah. So it leads to lies. It leads to, yeah. And actually, I heard something yesterday. I was reading something yesterday. And it said back in 2019, there was a poll done. It said 60% of divorces list porn as one of the number one reasons for marriages ending. And I was like, Oh, you'll have to find that link. And we'll have to link it on our link tree if you find it. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Like the, yeah. I've got it. Yeah, that's and I was like, wow, that's really deep. Sixty yeah. percent has got like pornography as the number one list, yeah. and I think because men don't see it like that because they it's never been brought to their attention, or not, it's never, but it's not something that's brought to their attention to show men actually by you doing this, you're showing yourself a, a, a way of disrespect, and you're hurting your partner, yeah, to your partner. yeah, it's so to yourself, to your partner, uh, because you're not being, you're you're not turn up as your true fulfilled self you're not turning up as 
like the authentic self that you could be. Because you, if you're doing something like that, you are likely to lie. You're not going to go to your partner and say, oh, by the way, this is what I do in my spare yeah. time. Um, so you're going to end up lying. So one It's like lie, a secret life. It's like a, a, it's like a, it's like a whole secret life. Completely, absolutely. And the more we're speaking about it, the more it's being brought to light for myself, what it could possibly do and what the effects of it has caused people. And, um, yeah, it, I think there's people that you can turn to to help you come away from it with anything because anything that you're addicted to. Oh, you to, can. But I think can. in a relationship, you have to have the conversation with your partner of what your standards are for bedroom fun. You have to be able to have that conversation because you see, again, and we'll speak like to Anthea directly. If she's getting to know a guy, she needs to know if he has a porn addiction because then you need to know what you're walking into. Yes. Because if he has that, now you have a choice to make. Do I still date this guy? Do I walk away? Because standards are going to be set in that relationship that you can't meet. So do you, so you're you saying that people will be uh, um, a man will be honest by uh, I don't by think so honest. it depends on the man but because we live in 2021 some men are pretty transparent about it yeah it's true actually yeah yeah and you know I think I, mean? I think if somebody's saying it to you somebody says no I don't watch it it's not my interest or I do watch it and it is my interest I think I think you just got to take it for face value. You got to take it for what it is, isn't it? And if you see something different and you like, that's why we say there's a process to getting to know somebody. A vetting process. A vetting yeah. process. Yeah. And so you're not, even if they, they're not saying what's, what's true to them in the beginning, you'll get to know that yourself. So just, yeah. Be well, you said it yourself and we're, and we're going to share the link with you guys to on Linktree. 65% of marriages end because of it. Why do you think that is? And again, it's not picking on the husbands. We're, we're, you know, we want to help everybody heal. But it's this, the, it, because men are very visual. We are very visual creatures. So when we watch something like this, now we're like, this is what I want. And this is what I'm trying to say is it doesn't stop there because now you're going to want something else different. Now you're going to enter it. I want something else different. And then even sometimes, well, it depends how, and this is where it's terrible. You might even want to introduce another person. Mm. And with her, I've heard this a lot. And people you might want to be like, you know, hey, like, you know, can we bring like, you know, like Sally or like someone else, another person into something that's just between, that should be between just you and that person. So that's where I would say the dangerousness is because now you're introducing to all these new things. And, and, and again, I've heard of a lot of people, I've had people tell me stories, personal stories, whatever, where they're not into other people, but they, because they want to make their partner happy, they introduce this other person and it's like, for, for what? Because again, now it's a, now you've, when you look at your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, and now you're like, she's not enough. I need more. I need more. I need this. And then now she's like on a treadmill, literally trying to do this for you. 
trying to perform in a way that will never be met. And every time you're going to have, to, oh, I want this. I want this. Like you're ordering food at, at a takeout buffet. And she's like, I, I, I can't. Yeah. It's exhausting. I, I knew I've heard, I knew of somebody a number of years ago that um, was in a relationship and was uh, being pressured a lot to have a third person. See, and because she loved this man so much, she wanted to please him and she wanted to do, and she didn't want to do. She didn't want to do it. However, she eventually said yes, and after that, the relationship broke down so immensely because. Then the distrust come in, then the jealousy came in and everything else came in after that because it was now, well, I'm obviously not good enough for you because you wanted another person within this. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine, I just can't imagine porn could be a great thing for a relationship. No. Well, it's funny though, I, I don't mean to cut you off. We actually have someone that actually commented um, on our thing um, and again, we appreciate you commenting on the video. Um, you know, this person said, I've never really got into porn. I can see how destructive and detrimental it is in a relationship if used in a toxic way. There's no positives no. when it comes to doing this. Because you see, a lot of people will say, I want to spice up my relationship. I, I get it. That's cool. You want to you spice it up? That's understandable. Um, but at the same time, you want to understand a few things. Just have the conversation with your partner. Don't, because a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll bring porn into their relationship. Hey, let's watch it together. Why? Why? Yeah. You're just watching two other people to, yeah. uh, um, performing an act that you could actually be looking at each other and performing yeah. together. But Why do you need to see other people to do that? Yeah. Well, that's where the maturity comes in. Have the conversation with your partner and talk about it because you see it, 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 it's a rabbit hole. And, I'm, and Anthea has the studies. I, we shared the video. Lying comes into play. Eventually it becomes so deep. And again, we're going to talk about it. Manifestation plays a big role part in this and i'm going to tell you why um, we'll have the talk let's say you like a pacific type of woman right in your porn right um and this has happened to many people that's their desire right like like so let's say you have your wife you're attracted to her you like your wife you you have a great time with her but we you have, have like this you have this inner though, but you have like this inner, like this fantasy, right? <clears throat> of like, I like blondes that look a Pacific way, athletic, blah, 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 blah. Manifestation is real, guys. And, um, and I'll tell you why. Because in a lot of cases, let's say a guy goes to work. Let's say he's out at the gym. His fantasy is right in front of his face now. Um, I watched a video a while back about a guy that talked about having like a, um, a pornography addiction um, in his relationship, right? And he preferred blondes. He had a wife, um, but he preferred like blondes, right? And like athletic and stuff. So in his workplace, a, um, a new blonde 
came into work that they hired, right? And it was his fantasy. So he never pursued her, but, you know, she would talk to him from time to time. Um, The talking eventually led to lunch dates. And then the lunch dates eventually ended up to him cheating. Because it manifested, like, his desire manifested of, like, oh, man, I really like blondes. And it manifested. And that and that's the dangerous part about it. Because if your partner, whoever it is you're dealing with, is not your, like, ideal, like, physical, like, what you want, it's going to lead to cheating because now you have, like, this sub-desire. Yep, that will manifest. That will manifest because now you have, like, a sub-desire of, like, I like my wife, but I really like... It's a deeper desire you know? that will come yeah, out. And exactly. because you're, yeah, and because, you're dealing, because you are at home with your wife and you're not out searching for that, it actually comes in a lot easier. It so you comes have your, to you. Yeah, it comes to you. And it, it will attract to you very quickly because you're not mm-hmm. in resistance of it. It to you at that moment or that time or that period of time, it's just a deep desire. And then, like you said, you go to work, bam, somebody's employed this lady. And then you can see it to be, well, that's what, oh my goodness, that was what's in my fantasy. And here's mm-hmm. your life. And then you're going to act it out because you, you're every part, every fiber of your being has been putting energy into that type of person. Person. you've been watching that type of person you're focusing on that type of person and where your focus goes energy flows and grows and becomes yeah. and manifests into your reality so absolutely Michael very good point you made there and I suppose that's with everything and if you're anything you're um, I think anything you're thinking speaking and acting and feeling and desiring you've got to be very that's why we say get to know yourself before you go into a relationship because these these desires if you're going into a relationship and you're not fulfilling your own and you're not going through that vetting period, there will come to a point where you're going to see those desires will come in elsewhere and you will go off. You'll steer off because it's what's here is not what you actually really want, but you're trying to Mm. make it be what you want because whatever your reason or excuse is to make it be what you want it to be and it's not really, but then the right thing will come in for you and then you're going to go off and that person's just left there um, because it was the time for you to go, where actually if you just vetted them from the beginning and you was true to yourself and you know what you're about, you know who you are, you know your wants, you know your desires, you know your needs, and you express these, and the other person's um, uh, receiving, I can't think of the word now, reciprocation. Reciprocation, that's the one, thank you. Being reciprocative towards that, then you're going to end up in a great relationship and no one's going to look outside of themselves. They're always going to be within themselves and fulfilling. Like not every moment of your relationship, because obviously things happen, um, but you're going to steer into that and have a really long-lasting, great relationship. If you don't state them at the beginning and you're not upfront about who you are. So if you're somebody who watches porn and you're get to know partner has asked you that question then and it's just about being true you're being not dream you're not lying if you're lying you're lying to yourself you're not lying to that person 
you're lying to you because eventually it will come out because you haven't done nothing about it. You don't want to change that. You're mm. lying about it because you want to hide it because you secretly want to continue to do that. You don't want the other person to know about it. So you're starting off on the wrong foot. So I think with everything and every situation, when you're getting to know somebody or you're in a relationship, it's so important to be transparent about your wants, needs and desires and what who you're about by getting to know yourself first. And it's that self-love. And I think I was saying to Michael earlier, when it comes down to these kind of things, I feel like it's, if it's a man's continuously watching pornography, he's missing something within himself. So he's not in that deep self-love for himself. Um, otherwise he wouldn't, he would have found a way or seeked ways to be able to come out of it and slowly gone, come away from it. But if they haven't, then you kind of dis, you are disrespecting yourself because you're not being true to yourself, my personal opinion. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you see, like, where it's so dangerous, and, and this is why we're talking about this, guys, is you need to make sure that your partner is who you desire. Um, because you see, the thing is, if they're not, and you have like a deeper desire, and it's someone else, like you know, a Pacific type or you know, whatever, um, you're gonna end up seeking that desire more than with your partner. Just, just flat out, and um, that's where it becomes dangerous. Um, because if your desire is deeper, like, let's say you have your wife, you're attracted to her, you know, she's had your kids or whatever, but you have like this sub desire, which is, mm, I wish I could have a blonde or I wish I could have this. That is going to come within your vicinity, either at work, gym, friend, whatever, whatever, right? And then you are going to act on that fantasy. Yes. Majority yeah. of, and I'm going to tell you that majority of cheating, the person that they cheated on with is usually the person of their fantasy. Hmm. I hate Absolutely. to say it. Usually the person they've cheated on is a fulfillment of some type of desire that they have. <clears throat> um deep down inside yeah and i will completely agree with that because our desires do come to life so it does it, you know it it can't come out of nowhere like yeah, it's it not come out of nowhere. It's nothing like everything starts with a thought process so it, someone if you're seeing something it's because you've got something he knew that's reflecting that some kind of desires mm -hmm. within you for it to be around you in the first place otherwise it couldn't be there there's nothing that comes from nothing some if something comes from something so like michael rightfully said there's a deep desire somewhere that um whether you're consciously aware or it's a subconscious thing however whatever it is for you it's something in you and i think it's about recognizing that and um knowing Again, knowing yourself, knowing if that thing has, if that person has come around, if a desire that you've got a fantasy about and it, now it's here, it's really having that decision rather than going off and cheating. Be true to yourself. Be true to your woman. Speak to her. Talk to her. Like, understand. Yeah. And otherwise, you just know that you're going down the rabbit hole that's not going to be a very nice thing at the end, you know? It's but I'm gonna also going to, I'm also going to speak some truth is, look, guys, 
if you are not attracted to someone, you're not attracted to someone. Don't force attraction. Absolutely. And what I mean by that is when you're getting to know someone, we all have our preferences, guys. But you see, this is where porn warps that perception. Let's say there's specific things that you like, brunettes, big women with bigger breasts, bigger bottom. Your por- the, 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 the porn that you watch will set your tone. But I'm telling you, this is the most difficult part about pornography and detaching when I tell you this. Now, when you look at women, now you see them as people. Because a lot of times when people watch porn... They see women as sex objects. Yes. Just yes. to fulfill their desires, just to fulfill their needs. They don't see them as anything else. And that's the more that's the most detrimental thing that comes from pornography. I just need you to satisfy me and then go away. Yeah. Um it's objectifying a woman, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's objectifying in the highest form. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the thing is, as I said, once you start to detach from watching porn. Now you have to get attracted to regular women. Now, what I mean by that is I'm not meaning that in a negative way. It's your perception of women was altered. Mm. So now you're coming back to reality and and loving the reality, which is women don't look like what you see there. Mm. That's a fantasy. Now you're coming back to reality. And I'm telling you, it's a lot more enjoyable in reality. I've, I've, I've been with some women romantically and um, honestly, it's a lot more play because now you can take it in and you know what? And I'm going to add a multiple cherries on top. You value it a lot more when she does give you her body. I will openly tell you guys that you value it a lot more because now there's the trust, the vulnerability, the understanding, and you can really take that in. Because when you watch a lot of porn, you don't take any of those things in. You don't care. You're just like, I just want it. You don't care about that she's being vulnerable with you. She's showing her body. She's trusting you with this gift. You don't, like, now you're like, oh, you see the value behind it. Compared to if you watch a lot of porn, you don't. No. Uh, yeah. I could only imagine that that's how it, it could be. Yeah, for you a don't man. value it. No, you don't. You, you can't. How could you? You're seeing something that you think is um, is this real thing going on, and it's not. It's such a it's a big film across you, isn't it? It's like it. It's, um, well, it's because it's so accessible that yeah. you lose the value of it compared yeah. to if you're with a woman and she's like, "Hey, we're at this point in the relationship." where I can be vulnerable enough with you to give you this. Yeah. So now you take it in a lot more and you're like, oh, you know what? I prefer this 10 times more because it's real. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, because it is, you can touch it, you can smell, you can, you can have conversation, you can have your emotions involved, you can be vulnerable, you can have deep connection within it. Now, like we said at the beginning, 
through a screen, you can't. It's not. Yeah, there's a it's disconnect. A, it's a massive disconnect, a humongous disconnect. And like you said, it's available 24-7, especially today. People have got it on their phones all day or wherever. Mm -hmm. You know, they can go disappear for five, ten minutes and go and watch and go and do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. But again, it's you're disconnecting from everybody and you're doing something undercover. You're completely being a snake every single it's time. It's a natural high. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like yes. the dopamine side of it, that's what you're chasing. Yes. And you can bring that yourself. You can create that in you and bring that with your partner. What a better feeling. I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, what I don't know what that is for a man, as in I've never felt that because I'm not that's not I'm a woman and I have never been there. But I can only say within a relationship how I felt when I know you feel elevated and you feel like you bring you can bring those emotions out through yourself and you can feel that high within you and it all starts from us doesn't it it starts from within it, it, nothing's on the outside of us if we're going to turn up in a relationship and we turn up moody as poop as like always complaining well the other person's not going to want to be around you unless that other person is exactly the same as you and you live a miserable life together but who really wants to live a miserable life we're here we want to be happy and we want to fulfill ourselves in every way we possibly can and i think in a relationship sex and connection is one of the most important things with it. I'm not saying it's the most important thing, but it's but one it's a key thing. component. Yeah, like it's absolutely, it's one of the key ingredients to having a great um, relationship. So you can fulfill it one another. Then it's having a screen. It's like close that screen and say goodbye to that because that's never going to bring you anywhere unless you're single doing your own thing and you have no expectation of anybody else and you want to be alone for the rest of your life then do whatever you choose to do that's your business well it's funny though because <laughs> a lot of women that i've spoken to said they want to be the apple of their men's eye now think about this a woman who loves, respects, and adores her man and following his leadership, she wants to be the apple of his desire. She wants Absolutely. to be able to fulfill all his fantasies. But if he is seeking outside of that, now it threatens the security that she um, wants. Yeah. Because now she's sitting there saying, I'm submissive, I'm agreeable. I'm following your lead. I'm doing everything you want bedroom fun wise. And you're still seeking something outside of me. Now she's going to start to question the relationship. the relationship and say, Hmm, should I be still giving all these things? Yeah. Should I still all be doing these things? Is this the relationship for me? Absolutely, because he's going. Because again, you're going behind someone's back. No matter which way you're looking at it, you're not. You're 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 seeking something outside. And like a, like you rightfully said, a woman wants to be the apple of a man's eye. She wants, especially a man that she respects, loves, and adores. Absolutely, absolutely. So you want to be doted on. You want to dote on your other half. You want to be that connection. It's like you want that. You don't want. I wouldn't want my man looking at me and then in his head thinking, oh, I'd like to go and have sex or I'd like to go and watch this pornography thing. I'd, I can't wait to get over yeah, that. Like I, I have this sub-desire of yeah. like, yeah. yeah. 
and you would feel that you would feel you would because your thought process will give that away the facial expressions the feeling of what you're getting in that moment will kind of be a giveaway too because you're not yeah, like he's happy but it's not desire it's not desire yeah and that sub desire will take over at some point and yeah. will will show itself no matter what it's like with anything if it's not true and it's not um congruent to your well, that's why i say be transparent man like mm. if you like certain types of women or certain types of men you can't help what you're attracted to absolutely but that's why i always say and a lot of men do this and women do this too they're dating these guys that they don't have burning desire for. Mm. Like I met their energy, like, like who they are and like all these things. Like, it's like, if the person doesn't excite you emotionally and physically, like you think about them, like in a, from an arousal standpoint, don't date them. Because there's there's situations where you can be emotionally turned on by somebody, but not physically. And so a lot of people will entertain that relationship. Oh, they turn me on emotionally, but not physically. And then they end up cheating. Because their desire is not being met. And there's a sub-desire going on underneath exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. There's a yeah. sub-desire that's not... Because I've seen girls do it too. I've seen girl, oh, he makes me feel good. But like she has like, he does not like burning desire wise. It's not there. I'm not saying the women cheated, but I meant like the relationship was not what it should have been. Mm. What it could have been if they had. Or what it could have been, yeah. They had vetted properly and, I, and, and was true to themselves from the beginning. Yeah, like you like what you like. Like me specifically, I prefer taller women. I do. I'm a I'm a taller guy. I'm five eleven. For me, it's really hard to date someone short. It's really difficult. I've done it multiple times. I'm like, and now I know. I'm just like, just don't do it, man. Just don't do it. Like they're attractive, but for me, when it comes long term wise, I'm like, no, doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for me, and that's what I'm saying. You have to feel comfortable, and this is where a lot of people, again, with knowing yourself and feeling comfortable, is. It's okay to have standards. Mm-hmm. It is okay to say, yo, I'm not into that or I'm not for that. Cool. Because then now you weed out the things you're not into. Like why, like, if I'm a taller guy and I openly say short women are not really my thing, right? And I date a short woman. Now she's cute. I like her. She's attractive. But it's not like my, oh man, I like a taller woman. So let's say a taller woman wanders into my life. Don't you think I'm going to entertain that a lot more because I'm like, I like taller women and it's my thing. So it's like that. That's where I'm saying where that, where you have to have that. Um, boundaries and that bound, boundary, yeah. but also like reality. It's like, for reality, example, yeah. <clears throat> Anthea, and again, we're not knocking on anybody. You're not going to date an out of shape person. Because if you dated the out-of-shape person, he makes you feel good. He might be a great provider. He does all these things. But then uh, friggin' uh, Buff Chad comes along, and you're <laughs> like, I like my guy I have at home. But, but damn, like Buff Chad, 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're going to go be with Buck Chad. Like, it just, it, it's what it is. Oh, dear. Yes. I like muscles. Yeah, exactly. Muscles. Go away. You like muscles. I you like, like guys muscles. that are in shape. Yeah. So it's like, why would you date a guy that's not in shape? It's not fulfilling your desire in any shape, way, or form. Oh. He does check the other boxes. Yeah. But he doesn't fulfill that other one. And that's why people end up wandering off and cheating. It's so true, Michael. It's They're so not true. honest with themselves. You've got to be honest with yourself. Oh, my God. It's like, you know what? And every time, this is what I love about our podcast. When we do these conversations, it's like I check myself every time as well. It's not just that I'm grieving it to other people. It's funny because we, we learn so much and we reinforce within us what we already know. And it's so nice. Hang on. Sorry. Can you hear that feedback? A little bit, but it's go ahead. Right. Sorry. So. One you were in your groove, so go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yes. Um, um, it's just really nice reinforcing ourselves and be able to have these conversations. And I really, really hope that people do take this on board. And we are speaking truly from our hearts. We're speaking truly from not just um, what we've experienced and our true authentic self, but also through, like Michael says, we do a lot of research. Michael does loads of research on this. Oh, yeah. Polls on this. I do my own research too. So between us, we really do try and bring it home to people and really give the best that we can. So we're not in the cuckoo side of things or we're not. No. We, bring, we bring what we can to reality because um, – there's so many, like I know that I've I've had times where I thought, oh, I can ignore certain things because if I keep my mind to what I really want, they'll transform into that. But it doesn't work like that. That no. person will show you who they are. They are who they are. Well, think about it. It's like me. It's like me dating a shorter girl and saying she's going to transform into a taller girl. Yes, <laughs> unless she puts heels on for that moment, for those hours that she's wearing heels, she will be taller. Yeah. But as soon as she takes the heels off, like I can say that because I'm only five foot two. So when I put heels on, I might be here, but when I take them off, I go back to the, back to my yeah. five foot two. So, so yeah, but I think it is. It's ticking those boxes. It's understanding and not thinking that you can make something out of somebody else and mold them into something that you mm. see in your mind's eye and what your deep, true desire is. That desire that you think that you've got on the outside and you go, oh, well, okay. When you say to yourself, okay, well, you know, I could, this, is, this is not really what I want, but I can, I'll accept it. There's going to no. be that subconscious desire underneath that will come out at some point because you need to, you always need to fulfill yourself. You need to fill your own cup up. And if, if that's not what you're getting, you will search elsewhere. And this, I, and this is why I truly do believe so many relationships don't work because people don't stop and ask these questions about, no. I mean, this isn't even a question that I would have thought to ask anybody ever would I thought to ask anybody about pornography. And it's funny because I had a conversation with a male and um, I'd spoken to him about what's coming up this week on our podcast. And 
he just opened up and told me about what his, um, his side of things. But it wasn't that, it was just a very natural conversation because I'm doing, because I'm actually with Michael running these podcasts together. So I just- But said, you see oh, how he naturally like, and I'm sure if you were to ask him more questions, hey, what type of stuff porn do you watch? He's yeah. like, oh, this, 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 and this. And then you're like, you'll see like the women in his life or the women that he's been with, they might've mirrored a lot of that. He actually was the other way around and said that he, um, that it wasn't, it wasn't to do with porn, that he doesn't uh, agree with it either. But had he even said that it is something that he does, like there's no judgment from my side. No, of but he's trying to that. like detach from it. Like he's, he's yeah. trying to yeah. detach from it <clears throat> because he, he, you start to see between the lines. You really do. You start to see like the cracks. It's like in the Matrix, you know, when they give you red play boot, you're starting to see like, hmm, like there's something wrong. And that's what I'm always saying. When you pick a partner, make sure, because again, we have so many options out here. It's so like a kid in a candy right? store. Be honest about your option. Like, be honest about your desires. Like, when I meet a girl and she's like, yeah, I love black guys. I'm like, <laughs> like, I fit the bill already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So enough boxes are checked at that point. Like, she's like, I like black guys. I'm like, okay. And if she said, oh, I only like blonde guys, then you know. Yeah, then I know not to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. even if she's like, oh, I'll give you a chance. No, like, your deep no. desire is you want blonde guys. You know what right. I mean? So it's like. Hear what people are saying. It's yeah. like, this is the thing. Listen to what is people are saying. Read, read the. You got to be able to read it and pay attention to it. And that's what I'm saying. There's no shame in that, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm not going to lie. A lot of the women I've dated said, yeah, I like black guys. Like, not randomly, but you know what I mean? Like, we'll have a conversation about it. And they're like, yeah, like, I'm really into black men because of X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, this this would be a slam dunk then. You know yeah, what I mean? It gives you the um, it gives you the red light to say, okay, brilliant. I mean, the green light, not the red light. It yeah. gives you the green light. No <laughs> running red lights, guys. But yeah, <laughs> it gives you the green light to go forward because what happens is so many people actually don't hear what somebody's actually mm-hmm. said. They don't. They hear it, but they don't really. Or should I say they listen, but they don't actually hear it. And they take it and translate it into their own thing. He said this, but I'm going to take it. It's like if somebody, if a man said to you, oh, can I, um, can I, uh, can you make me a cup of tea? You go, oh, um, should I make you a coffee? Well, he just asked for a cup of yeah. tea. But you're, you're hearing it's a hot drink, but you're then asking something else. But if they wanted a cup of coffee, would have said, can I have a cup of coffee? Wouldn't have asked for a cup of tea. So it's as simple as that. But there's so many things that I've realized throughout life, my experiences, that somebody will say something and they will try. Take it at face value. Yeah. And just take it, take it for what they're saying. If they say they like black guys, they like black guys. And if you're right. a ginger guy, then. If you're a ginger yeah. guy, then know that she's not interested in you because you're not you're not a black guy. Uh, well, somebody- even if she is interested in you, you'll never fully fulfill her oh, fantasy. Like she might like give it. you a chance, yes, but you'll never fulfill like the ultimate. 
fantasy for that person. If somebody came up to me and said, if I got talking to a guy and he said to me, um, you know what, I absolutely love blonde girls with green eyes. That's my dream person to be with. Then I'm not going to be like, oh, that's me. Because yeah. I don't have like green eyes and pure blonde hair. So I know that that's not me. So he's not talking to me as in, he's not saying to me, oh, um, I'm underlining something. I'm trying to say something and I'm going to take it. I'm going to try and twist it, say, well, actually I've got a bit of blonde in my hair. Um, I might not have the green eyes. No, he's telling me he only likes girls with pure blonde hair and bright green eyes. I don't fit that bill. And like Michael rightfully said, even if he decided in that moment, well, actually, you're, you're here and, mm-hmm. and we had some kind of connection, let's say, and we started, like, talking, then there's going to come to a point where that woman will walk into his life. And what can I say? I didn't listen to him. I, didn't, I wasn't taking on board what he said. So is it his fault? Is it my fault? Both of us. You've got to take responsibility because you're not hearing I'd say accountability on the woman's fault for not listening to to say he told you he's into that, but you're still trying to pursue him. Right. Um, But I would say the biggest thing is, guys, feel comfortable in your desires. Never be afraid to to share what your desires are. Don't be. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you special. Feel very comfortable and embrace that. Learn to embrace it more. And I think like once you can embrace that, life becomes a lot more easier for you. It, it becomes less difficult. Um, and, um, you know, more than anything, that's why we talked about the porn thing. And I think at some point, and I made notes of it, and hopefully Anthea's open to talking about it, the difference between um, desire and lust. Yeah, I'm open to talking about that, 100%. Because I think a lot of people get like, you know, swept up in the stuff. But anyways, guys, look, yes. we, we, we've taken an hour of your time. Hopefully you've taken something away from this. Look, we're not here to tell you what to do. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to leave this as a sub thing. We're not dating coaches. We're not, we're just giving you a fresh perspective to look at something from a different way. And if you want to continue watching porn, go right ahead. It's your prerogative. It's your life. You do what you want, how you want to do with it. But we're just giving you the outside perspective that there are effects of it. So when you can address those effects and you can say, yo, like, if I really love this person, do I want to hinder them in any shape, way, or form? No, no, you don't, right? So, um, you know, you want to be able to, to, to be truthful, honest, and you don't want to have to go so far in the rabbit hole. And this is where the cheating happens, where you're lying to her, you're cheating, you're saying, hey, I'm working late, but you're really not. So again, not healthy. healthy. I'm going to get the study from Anthea. Yeah, I'll send that over. I'm going to post it on Linktree and you guys will be able to see it for yourselves. It's actually Um, a video, by the way. Oh, okay. It's a video. Okay, we'll find a way around it. Yeah, we'll find a way to get it. Um, I just Um, remembered I watched it on a video. But we'll find a way to get it to you guys. Again, like, share, subscribe. Thank you again for the comments in the chat. That's thank why you. we have it there. Thank um, you. And, and thank you for uh, being open with us. Um, I'm trying to see the name. I can't say. Oh, that's Martine. That, that's Martine. Right. 
Thank, thank you, Martin, for being so upfront with us and uh, commenting there. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we always have fun doing this. Like I said, it brings a whole new fresh perspective on things and it, it helps us as well in so many different ways. So, um, Well, that's why we addressed it because you see, it's not, before we go, it's it, women watch it, but they don't get the same level of arousal from it as men do. That's the difference, right? Because with women... Women, it, it's more emotional for them. That's it, it's, So they don't get the same stimulation from it as men do because men are very visual. So, you know, that's the disconnect. But guys, we want to thank you for joining us today. Um, and uh, we'll honestly be able to see you guys soon. We have uh, some more episodes coming up. This week uh, on Friday, I believe, before you guys go, um, we're covering a real nice, juicy one on Friday. Let me just double check it here for you guys. Um, how to stop people pleasing. Ooh, that's mm. going to be a very interesting one. There's a lot of that going on. And we've got a special um, guest coming on Sunday. So we've got an extra yeah. one on Sunday. Yes, and it's funny, though. A lot of people are actually liking that one. Because they're having a hard time attracting the right partner. So Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So it's going to be really interesting. And it's actually somebody who's experienced in this. Um, yeah, she's married. Right yeah, she's happily married. Happily, happily married. And was in like horrible, uh, not the greatest relationship beforehand. So it is really exciting. I'm excited for us to her to join us as well. Oh, yeah. she'll. And, um, she's, she's going to teach you guys a few things. And I'm going to learn. Anthea's going to learn. And. We're all going to learn in that situation. So, again, we'll see you guys on Friday. Um, and, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So take care, and we will Thank see you. you guys on Friday. See you later.